guys, what's up? This is not a full episode of You Watch, I Listen. As you can tell, Dan did not kick it off. Dan is not here with us tonight. He's feeling a little bit under the weather. So Taylor and I are going to talk a little PS5, give a couple of reviews. Uh, Taylor, take it from here, man. All right. So as Josh explained, this is pretty unconventional for what we do. Um, and without, you know, without our, 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 our fearless leader, Captain. Oh, we have to call him that? I well, I mean, do you want to restart? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> okay, so our, our our piece of shit landlord is, um, you know, he's not here today. He has a really really bad uh, migraine, and you know, Josh and I thought it would be a good idea to give our reviews on the our newly acquired PS5. I've only had mine for about a day. Josh had his for about what, like a month or so now. Uh, well, I mean, whenever it came out, I got mine the day after launch. Day after launch, it launched in November. So you've had yours for a while now. Okay. Yeah. All right. And, uh, you know, this is going to be basic, you know, our initial reactions on the console, uh, titles we got coming out, things we like, things we don't like. That that list is significantly smaller than the shit that we like, let me tell you. So just to start at first, because uh, I just got mine yesterday, right? So I, I went through this all fucking hullabaloo. That's how you know it was stupid. I said hullabaloo. Right. That I had to. I, I I was where I was shipping it. I wasn't going to be right. So I put it off an extra two days, and I had it sent to a FedEx spot in a in the middle of a Walmart. So Josh, I thought I thought it was Walgreens. I well see, I did too. I, I found that it was Walmart the day it said okay, it's delivered at listen 48 State Route 23 North, and I'm like, <laughs> why does that sound so familiar? Yeah, and I'm like. Oh, that's the same complex for Josh and I used to work, except it was Best Buy and not Walmart. Right. Um, so I drove all the way from where uh, from where I work in Clifton, New Jersey, all the way to Riverdale. So about a half hour, if you count traffic, about 45 minutes. I fly there. I get the PS5. I'm walking out of Walmart with this massive box, right? Because the, the fucking thing is is huge. It's yeah. a massive console. It's the size it's of my stupid. PC. So stupid, but I love it. It's huge. It's completely obnoxious. But it's awesome. And so I, I'm opening I open this thing. That's how paranoid I was. I didn't for whatever reason I didn't believe it was in there, even though no, it was how heavy. I had to open the box in my car like like I was a crack addict, making sure I got the right <laughs> thing. And I open the box and I see, okay, it's there. And I lift the box, okay, it's heavy. Everything's in there. Uh my my like I said, mine came with Demon Souls, NBA 2K, and an additional controller. Nice. Um do I need an additional controller? No. Did I want one? Yeah. So no, you, you kind of need one uh, because I find myself, well, I mean, like maybe not so much for you, but like, you know, I'll, I'll find time on my days off where I'm playing like, you know, marathon sessions. I'm paying like nine, 12 hours at a time. So having the second controller charged up and ready to go is uh, pretty solid for me. So how do you, do you just use the regular USB-C that came with it? Or did you buy the charging station? I can't find the charging station to save my fucking life, bro. That shit is a fucking unicorn. You can find the camera. You can find as many second controllers as you fucking want. You cannot find that charging station. So I just use the USB-C and I keep the, the controller I'm not using always plugged in. So it's right by the console. So if I need to switch, I'll just pause it and I'll get up and I'll grab the controller. I would like to have the charging station so I can have the controller right next to me like I did for my PS4, but whatever. I'll of course. There. So that that's my biggest thing too as far as now that I got the thing, now I want accessories, right? So the, the two things I wanted the most was the charging station, and you said it perfectly. It's a unicorn, dude. It's a needle in a haystack. You can't find it anywhere. I found it on Amazon, but resellers strike again, 
and it's going for like 80 bucks on Amazon. That's Fuck that stupid. For it's a, a thirty dollar piece of plastic. Like it's not even worth it's not worth anybody's time. I got a charging thing and it's cool. So that's so it's that's one of the features. Uh, it sounds very small, but it's actually something I wanted to touch on quickly. The charging port is USB C. For the longest time, it's been micro USB or just regular USB, whatever the one whatever the one before that was for the PS3, that big fatter one. Um, just moving to USB uh, USB C is a significant step forward because. You know, as your, you know, your fandom lies with Apple um, and Apple has moved strictly almost to USB-C. The MacBook that I'm currently on is being charged by USB-C. My uh, my iPad, I'm sure other things are USB-C as well. It's faster, more connectivity. It's little updates like this that really surprise me most about this console. Um, the power that it has. I want now here's real nerd talk. I want to go into the hardware that it has because it is ridiculous. Okay, yeah. so uh, MSRP regular price for the disc version is four ninety nine ninety nine. The digital copy is three ninety nine ninety nine. Hundred dollar difference, um, but you know it's it's all up if you use physical media now, which majority of people don't. I happen to get a disc one, and it's a blessing in, in disguise. I actually love it. There's something nostalgic about putting that disc in the console and loading right. it. I really love that. Um, but as far as the hardware that this thing has, it's incredible. So I mentioned the price point because this console, the one that I have, is current is valued at five hundred dollars, four ninety nine ninety nine. The gaming PC that is in the other room, about ten feet to my left, was a two thousand dollar gaming PC, mm -hmm. right, with an i nine um, Navita Graphics GT twenty sixty X. It's not the best, but it's very good. Um, you know, PC master race as far as graphics and frame rate, 120 FPS goes without saying. This is the first console, and I'm sure the Xbox has similar, uh, you know, st similar hardware, but it doesn't stack up to the, to the PS5 really. Um, this is the first time on console that I've at least seen where 120 frames per second is more than doable. It's mm -hmm. actually the standard here. Games like Demon Souls, NBA 2K, Spider-Man Miles Morales. And even PS4 titles are updated to the pure 4K pass-through. This, this thing is incredible. Like I mm -hmm. said, you would only see th those type of hardware on a PC that was built for an exorbitant amount of money. This is well within everybody's price range, and you're getting just as good, if not better, graphics than you would on a top-tier gaming PC. Like, like, am I wrong there, you know? No, not at all. Uh, you know, one of the things that really impressed me, the first game that I played when I uh, when I opened up my console was Miles Morales Spider-Man um, or Spider-Man Miles Morales, however you want to fucking say it, tomato, tomato. Same thing. Um, and I was kind of I was kind of floored by the uh, the abilities that the console has. So I pay, I played it in um, what is it? Performance mode There's performance and fidelity. Fidelity, I think, is the pure 4K, but you get 30 frames per second uh, per second. So I played it in performance and that's got. You know, it's 1080p, but whatever, man. It's fucking 120 frames per second, ray, uh, ray tracing, unbelievable visuals and graphics in this game. This is set in New York City in the wintertime, and you can see, you know, like, you know, little snow piles forming up in the street, uh, the puddles. Um, you know, they, you get reflection off of the puddles. Like you could see the videos, or sorry, not the videos. You could see the, the buildings as you're swinging past them reflecting off of the puddles which is just so insane to think about on a console game uh and not only that to think about the uh to think about the draw distance there so to be able to see that as you're spider-man and you're swinging by off a building you know you're pretty far away from that 
from that asset in the game. Um, and so to have that level of power to be able to do, to to process the texture there is incredible. It's 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 unheard of as far as from a console perspective. Xbox One couldn't even sniff that. PS4 Pro was on the cusp of that, um, and that was the closest we were going to get. And like I said, gaming PC masterclass, PS4, and then Xbox One Series, whatever the fuck doesn't even matter anymore. Right. Um, and that and the, you know even mentioning all those three things, it's really been especially been the last two releases: the Xbox 360, the Xbox One X, and then this one as well. Um, the PS3, the PS4, the PS5. It's been what's been widely known as the console wars. Xbox 360 beat PS3, PS4 beat Xbox One, and now it's not even close. The console war is dead. PS5 has won by a landslide, not by that idiot in the White House who's claiming victory. But I'm telling you flat out, this this takes the cake. I'm absolutely blown away by this console. I I, I can't get over how – I mentioned earlier, I can't get over how fucking big this thing is, man. And yeah. I got it sitting on its side. And it barely fits in my entertainment center. It's next to my Xbox One, which is a brick to begin with because it's the day one edition. My PS4 Slim, which is right above it, which is this tiny little thing. My Nintendo Switch is right there. I could that that's a boomerang. I could throw that across the room. But this thing is heavy. Hey, I, I love my Switch. I, I love my Switch too. I actually I just got Among Us for five bucks. Nice. So I'm I've been playing Among Us and then it's I, I my first game of Among Us, these cocksuckers thought it was me when it wasn't. And, I'm, and they're like, red is sus. No, red is not sus. Red is doing his fucking duties. <laughs> it's that fucking idiot hiding hiding in the vent. But and then I got ejected, and then I was pissed, and then I just and then I literally threw my switch across the room. But uh, yeah, you should play Among Us and get it on your phone. But that's completely irrelevant. So moving on to games, um, what games are you currently playing at the moment? Uh, so right now I am really kind of just uh, I, I got drawn back into Destiny going. You know, back on the hardware uh, for a second here, you're starting to see a lot of the PS4 games get um, not not backwards compatible. I'm talking about PS4 games get their whole PS5 upgrade. And one of the recent games that got their PS5 upgrade was Destiny 2. And Taylor, I got to tell you, I'm fucking blown away by the visuals in this game right now. Really? Uh, it's incredible. Um, you know, 120 frames per second, 4K. You know, the whole fucking nine, dude, it is, it, it's the same game gameplay wise, but the, the upgrade to the visuals is breathtaking. And this was a good looking game before uh, yeah, I'm playing, Destiny I'm playing, excellent, man. I'm playing a ton of destiny right now. I'm always playing call of duty zombies. Um, there is a game I was looking at the other day. I think it's called uh Phoenix something. Um, I'm trying to see because there's a lot of titles in, in the pipeline and it's hard to really keep track. You know uh, what I'm saying? Uh, Immortals Phoenix rising. Uh, I've heard really good things about this game. Um, this is a pure PS five game. I'm going to be downloading that probably later this week. Um, I did play Assassin's play? Creed. Uh, no, it's, it's a, it's 60. Um, oh, it's a full 60. Okay. Yeah. I'm pretty sure it's a Ubisoft game. Um, I played Assassin's Creed Valhalla. I fucking loved it. Uh, I know that you were not the biggest fan of it. Um, but it, it kind of, it dragged in the beginning for me. Cause I was like, I, I'm not like really into this. I was a huge fan uh, of Assassin's Creed Odyssey. I felt like Assassin's Creed Odyssey played really, really fast paced at the beginning. And then, you know, it kind of, you know, dragged you into that big RPG thing that Assassin's Creed is doing now. And actually to be quite honest, doing very well. Um, 
you know, once I got to like the mid half of this game, it really started to pick up and really became very interesting. And, uh, and I told you the other day when we were talking, it, it kind of pulled me into the whole Viking thing. And I started watching Vikings. Um, oh yeah. 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 Awesome fucking show. I definitely recommend you watch it. If you find the time, um, it's on Amazon. Um, okay. Yeah. I, you know, so I'm really digging the Viking thing and that's, that has a lot to do with Valhalla. Awesome game, beautiful visuals. Uh, Ubisoft is one of those companies that right now they're they're always producing quality games in terms of uh, fidelity and visuals. You know, sometimes sometimes they get you those games that are a little bit glitchy, you know, on those day of one course. editions. But once you get the second, third patch in there and, you know, it sucks that in 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 this day and age that that has to be the norm. Like, oh, a couple patches will come through and the game will be great. You know, and that, that seems like it's every fucking game nowadays. So I don't, don't even get me started on Cyberpunk, but... Uh, well, don't I mean, you like, started on Cyberpunk. I'm I didn't even buy home. it. I'm mad about it. Dude, it was that's still such a, a it's a calamity of errors. It's a train wreck among train wrecks. It's fucking stupid. And I have it. I have the PS5 version. I can download it, but I'm not going to because they ruined it, dude. They fucking ruined that whole experience for me. Because and I, I said it a couple episodes ago when there was the three of us. And it was a developer six months prior to Cyberpunk dropping, uh, you know, when it actually came out, besides being delayed three or four fucking times on top of that, was if 2020 is so bad, well, what's who's to tell that cyber Cyberpunk is going to be bad? And sure as shit, he saw right into the future. Mm-hmm. It, it, it's, it's awful. I'm not going to touch that game for a while, even though I spent a full 60 on it, and I'm mad about it. But as far as games I'm playing right now... Um, I'm I'm loving Demon Souls because I love all those games fr- uh, from Japan Software yeah. uh, makes you know the the Bloodborne I was a huge fan of I'm in the middle of Sekiro at the moment and then Demon Souls is great this is the game that started this whole fucked up crazy uh, RPG style get hit get hit twice and you're dead um, this was the game that started it all and this was a full remaster this wasn't just updated graphics. This was basically they remade the game for PS5 launch, um, which was a pleasant surprise. I absolutely love this game. I can't get over how great it looks, how how like clear and crystal everything it just plays, and it's so smooth. Because usually these games can be a little choppy, you know what I mean? And I was yeah. just playing Sekiro last week on PlayStation 4, and it was you know it was fun. I had a good time, but you know the frame rate wasn't all there. I mean, I have a 4K TV, and I haven't had true 4K capabilities in quite some time. Um, because it was a PS4 Slim. I didn't get a Pro because I was cheap, and doesn't matter. This, so th- this is the first time I'm experiencing true 4K on a TV that I bought a year ago. It's fucking amazing. Um, I also, mine came with NBA 2K. Um, I played a little bit of 2K. Uh, the sports games, you said it about Madden a couple times. I'm going to say it about 2K. It's incredible. The loading time is non-existent, and usually that was a big sticking point with the old consoles, especially in Assassin's Creed, would be if you were fast traveling, there'd be like 30 to 45 seconds of you just running around in a circle or whatever and fucking yeah. around. Now the loading time is almost instantaneous, which is which is really crazy. Again, it's a first-world problem that we all had, but just to see that little bit of you know that attention to detail and that type of improvement was really, really nice. Um, as far as games, you know, I have a wide variety of PS4 games. And the one downfall I have with this console is the storage is garbage. It's very tiny. And the games are massive. Like, all I have downloaded, I actually have my PS5 on at the moment. So let me 
what I have downloaded currently at the moment, Astros Playroom. I don't even know what that is, but uh, that came preloaded. Uh, Fall Guys, because Fall Guys is silly fun. Spider-Man Miles Morales, NBA 2K, Sekiro, and Demon Souls. Yep. And I have, and this is, it, it's a one terabyte uh, SSD hard drive that comes pre, pre-installed with about 800 gigs free, 875 gigs. So one, two, three, four, five, six games, six games. And I have 285 gigabytes left. Mm-hmm. That's kind of ridiculous. 2K is 87 gigs. Demon Souls is 50. Spider-Man is 50. Yeah. Like it's, that's the only problem. From my research, I've found a lot of people are finding ways around that is to get a one to two terabyte uh, external SSD, plug that in and load your PS4 games onto that because that'll help with the, you know, bringing the graphics up for the PS4 titles as well, because I'm going to want to play Bloodborne, Horizon Zero Dawn, God of War on this console specifically. Um, And as far as, you know, there's a lot of games out at the moment that are good, mostly are like you said, our PS4 stuff, but as far as upcoming PS5 titles, because this is probably one of the few launches where there's been significantly less titles that I can remember launch titles, at least within weeks of each other. Yeah. You know? Um, so the ones I'm looking forward to the most, uh, Hitman three is going to be ridiculous. Um, the new horizon forbidden West, that's going to be great. And then there's a far cry six dying light two, And then, For the nerds in the room, which is basically all of us and hopefully everybody listening, um, I cannot wait to get my hands on Hogwarts Legacy and create my own fucking wizard and go through Hogwarts and be a potions master and just tell Snape to go fuck himself every (laughs) single class. But a Harry Potter RPG is very appealing. Um, Harry Potter surprisingly is slept on. I, my opinion now, at least by the younger generation, like the, the generation behind us, Harry Potter slept on a little bit. You know what I mean? Yeah. We just happen mm-hmm. to grow up with it. But like what other games are you looking forward to? Because there's a, a lot of titles and there's a lot of stuff that hasn't even been announced yet. But I, I assume that there's a lot more titles in the in the pipeline, you know? Yeah. So, I mean, like there are obviously the uh, the big ones that are a little bit ways off, like uh uh, Horizon Forbidden West, uh, God of War Ragnarok, um, you know, things like that, where we just got an announcement that, hey, these games are going to be made, but we don't know when you're getting them. Uh, but the big one that's coming out soon for me is Back for Blood, which is the uh, essentially Left for Dead 3. Um, you know, it's not being called that, but it's being called Back for Blood. It's made by the same uh, developer who started the whole series. Um, that's coming out in June, you know, a little bit of a ways away, but relatively close comparing, um, Hitman three, like you said, that's actually a couple of days away. I think that's later on in the month, uh, maybe last week of the month, uh, January 21st, maybe I think. Yeah. Uh, I saw it. Up, I, I saw it up for pre-order when I was playing around on it yesterday, when I set it up for the first time. And that was one of the first thing when you go into the P- uh, PlayStation store, it popped up. That was like one of the first things. So they don't show shit like that on the on the featured screen unless it's within weeks away. You know what I'm saying? Or unless right. it's a massive title. You know? um, the the biggest game. There are two big games that I am really looking forward to that I don't know when they're coming out. Um, one of them is uh, Resident Evil Village or Resident Evil Eight. 
Um, I Same fucking thing. loved Resident Evil 7. What a great fucking game. What an actually scary fucking game to play. I really loved it. Can't wait to play the follow-up. Uh, gonna be awesome. And this one is funny because it's not even a new game. <laughs> it's uh, it's Grand Theft Auto 5. Uh, Grand Theft Auto 5, the PS5 full upgrade. Um, Stop. Enough. Enough of, enough of GTA 5. Enough. I want GTA 6. Enough. It's been 10 fucking years of Grand Theft Auto 5. Years yet. It's been 10 fucking years. I played it on Xbox 360. I played it on Xbox. Seven years. Eight years. Xbox, okay, almost Xbox, 10 years. Basically 10 years. Round 10 years sounds cooler. X, just, just like William sounds better than Willem. Xbox 360, Xbox One, and now P, next, next gen, enough. Let's go, Rockstar. Step your fucking shit up. I'd rather play Red Dead 2 again, please. You know what I'm saying? But, like, I want GTA 6. I want Elder Scrolls 6. I want Elder Scrolls 6 in the worst way. I was playing fucking whole... playing Skyrim last week. Like, why? That's a, that that's been out for ten years. Skyrim. Skyrim's been out. Uh, Skyrim's been out a very long time. I want to say I was maybe a year out of high school when Skyrim came out. Was Skyrim ten or eleven? I think it was eleven. It was eleven because I graduated in ten, and I the the game November eleventh, two thousand eleven. Skyrim has almost been out for ten full years, and we're still playing this game. And it's still, but it's still great. It is still great. That's why that's oh, that's why I'm afraid of Elder Scrolls Six. How the fuck are you going to top a game that I've been playing happily for ten years? Ridiculous. How many I, I thousands don't know. of hours have we dumped into this game, and we're still uh, okay with it. So okay, since so since we're talking about hours, if you just take between you, me, and Greg, right? Because Greg was about it, dude. Yeah. You, me, and Greg. My initial playthrough, my first save was over 300 hours. Yep. Yours was probably the same, if not more. And Greg hit over 300. So think about that. That's almost a thousand hours between the three of us playing one game. Oh God! How many days? Yeah, do me. Yeah, please do the math because I'm not good at it and I don't want to do it. Oh, 41 days between three guys over a full month playing a game. <laughs> oh my god! A, a month of my life has been spent playing Skyrim, and that's, that's on one playthrough. We've probably each easily approached a thousand, a thousand hours lifetime playing this game. I yeah, because I've played that game. Multi, I've done different builds. I've done strength builds. I did it on easy just to run through the story because I was bored and there was nothing to do, and I'm just punching dragons in the face, <laughs> like it, you know, but. It, Skyrim is Skyrim is a masterpiece. It's one of the greatest games ever made that can never be debated. But I want Elder Scrolls Six. They haven't even said where the what part of Tamriel it's going to take place in yet. You know, th- this is my thought. This fucking game is taking ten years to make. It better be all of Tamriel, the whole fucking thing. It, it, yeah, it, like I I don't even know what the other countries are even called. Like, so there's. Uh, there's Skyrim, and then I don't even know where Oblivion even took place. Cyrodiil? Uh, yeah, I think so. Cyrodiil, um, and then I don't remember the other Elder Scrolls, because I don't think I played them, to be honest with you. Uh, no. Elder Scrolls, what was Elder Scrolls 4? No, wait. Elder Scrolls 5 is Skyrim. Why am I freaking out? What was Oblivion? 3? No, Oblivion was 4. Yeah, I'm freaking out. Elder Scrolls 3 was Morrowind. That's what yeah. it was. Mm-hmm. I got confused. Okay. But yeah, I want Elder Scrolls 6 very badly. Um, I want God of War Ragnarok very badly. And the the next game, like, 
I'll be playing Demon Souls for a while and Sekiro for a while. Um, I was way too impatient because I got Spider-Man Miles Morales on PS4, ran through it, 100%ed it. And then in order to get a platinum trophy, because we're talking about deaths now and trying to get a platinum trophy, I don't even have one on my account yet. It's fucking embarrassing. Um, you have to do New Game Plus. You have to get 100 combo, all these different fucking things that you have to do. But thankfully, on New Game Plus, you just have to all, all your upgrades and everything comes with you into the next yeah. version of the game. Thank God. And it's, it's not that long of a game either. Like some games are just so long. Like the idea of doing a New Game Plus for um, Last of Us Two. That sounds awful. I can't do it, dude. I would love to. It's a great game. It's a fantastic game. It's probably my game of 2020. But yeah. nah, I can't. I can't do a New Game Plus there. Here's what's fucked up. I haven't I haven't touched Last of Us 2 yet. I haven't even touched it yet. Yeah. And the big reason was because I wanted to beat Last of Us the first time again to re to remember. And then naturally, like I always do, yeah, yeah, I'll get to it. Mm -mm. Here yeah. I am a year later after I bought it, no shot. Yeah. Um so yeah, I mean, basically in closing, console war is dead because the PlayStation 5 won. Um, without question, I haven't even got my hands on an Xbox. I don't know if I even want to get my hands on an Xbox. I at least at I'll be getting an Xbox. I'll get one, but not. It's going to be in the distant future because I, I just don't see myself doing anything other than this for a while. I don't um, see a need for an Xbox. Like as far for as exclusive, me, uh, Xbox is when one of three things is going to happen. Okay. Uh, I will get an Xbox either when um, Forza Horizon 7 comes out. Need it, okay. Or when Gear 6 comes out. Or when Perfect Dark comes out. Whichever one of those three happens first is when I get my Xbox. Are they remaking Perfect Dark, like the original one? Yeah, it's Xbox exclusive. All right. Well, fuck. You sold me. But... uh <laughs> Well, at least in the at least in the near future, I could make I could say that more for sure that I'm not going to get an Xbox, uh, whatever. I don't even know what it's called. Xbox One X, Series X, Series X, Xbox Series X. There's no one anymore. Man, listen, I I love Microsoft as a company. I really do. I'm a shareholder. You know, <laughs> I get I, I I am. That's that's no bullshit. And I, I I get emails to go to the shareholders Skype Zoom meeting, and I just no never, but. And I've been an Xbox advocate majority of my console gaming career. That's not named Nintendo 64, but um, officially converted. Just like one that it's like once I was a Phillies fan, now I'm a Met fan, and I'm more miserable than I've ever been. Yep. Um, but yeah, uh, the PlayStation 5 is phenomenal. The hardware is phenomenal. The way it plays is phenomenal. And the, on, in closing, the last thing I wanted to say: this controller is the best controller I've ever used. Oh my god, Legit. it's so good. It's the I best played my controller. PS4 last week, and it's crazy how much the DualShock feels like a piece of shit now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and the DualShock was far and away the best controller of the next gen at the time. Yeah, Far and away. And it's so funny, too, because I have an Xbox One sitting right there, and I'm looking right at it, and I'm like, that thing's not getting turned on for a while. Yeah. It's not. I just Because it's got Call of Duty on it, and if my buddy wants to play Call of Duty, that's when I'll do it. But, like, I have no need to play that right now. Everything that I want to play is on my PlayStation. PlayStation's exclusives entice me more. I feel more enthusiastic about them. 
and I, I again, I had a conversation with my buddy Todd about this. Excuse me. And exclusive titles for Xbox cannot keep me Xbox loyal anymore. Uh, Gears of War is my favorite game franchise of all time. Gears of War Five kind of left the sour taste in my mouth. I didn't think it was all that great. I thought it was. Oh, cool. I, I, I loved it. No, I, I thought it was cool. I thought the open world ish thing was pretty cool. And my only issue was that the the campaign was so goddamn short. But the way the way the game ended with that oh shit, you know, yeah. like Nera was her grandmother. Spoiler alert: game only came out five years ago. But uh, no, like it ended weirdly. It it, it was pretty cool. So it, I'm intrigued enough to want to play the next one. But I'm saying to stay brand loyal in that perspective. Gears of War can't be Gears of War and Halo can't be the only two things keeping me here. Right. God of War is a significantly better game. Demon Souls is a significantly better game. The Spider-Man games, 2K is better on Xbox and I played it on, uh, 2K is better on PlayStation. I played it on both. Every time I played a game cross-platform or I played a game that was, you know, both systems, I've always liked it more on PlayStation. As I've gotten older, more acquired taste, you know, I've aged, you know, people say I've, I've aged like milk, not like fine wine. What are we talking about? <laughs> but all in all, in closing, this system is incredible. I love everything about it. I've only had this is only the second day I've had it and I've already fallen in love with it, um, but not enough to do serious marathons yet because I just work has been out of control. Right. Um, but, you know, hopefully, hopefully Mr. Perosi uh, gets one soon, you know. That would be cool so we could all party up. And then I would think about buying Call of Duty again if we would all play or we would find a game to play. I guarantee you all this. Oh, we're going to pay. We're going to play Back for Blood. There's no question about it. Because all we ever do is talk about Left for Dead. You know what I mean? And yeah. like, like, we'll play World War Z. Yeah, we'll do it. We'll do it. And we did it twice. Yeah. That was it. But, yeah, so this is our PS5 review. Basically, it's us sucking PS5's dick, and it's totally fine. Um, so, I, and I hope you guys enjoy. If you guys get your hands on one, um, you know, go. There, there's settings. Look up videos because there's certain things you have to set up to optimize the viewing, um, you know, optimize the uh, your viewing experience, your gaming experience. And also, don't go spend your money on headsets just yet. If you have a nice headset with a regular 3.5 millimeter cable, I have my my old Astro A10 headset I've had for a while. Plugs right into the bottom of my controller, and it works seamlessly i bought it from my xbox and it works even better on my playstation even playstation makes astro fucking headsets better so josh this was sweet i'm glad i got one i know you're stoked you got one i'm super um, stoked dude um again you go it's pc master race but ps5 is a very close second right now absolutely so yep that's what we got hopefully next week we'll you know we'll be back in studio I'm not going to be here next week because I'm on, you know, as you guys know, I'm on call. Uh, I'm on call next week, but I will call in to do my review of the death of 2020. I have a lot of things to say about that, by the way. I'm going to watch it at least two more times, and I don't cool. want to give anything away. Yeah, I don't want to um, give anything away either. So, because it was, because it was something. It was interesting. Let me let me say that. It was yeah. very interesting. Um, and then obviously, you know, you'll get shit dick back in the studio as well, so. Um, so yeah, this is this is uh, our P this is YWIL PS5 uh, PS5 review. I'm stalling because I don't know really how to end it. So uh, <laughs> uh, well, I'll say that we're not necessarily ending it. Uh, this is just one segment of a special episode that we're going to be putting together. So we had our uh, we had our PS5 review. We're going to kick off the show 
uh, this week. Uh, we're going to be doing the best of 2020. I'm going through all of our recordings from last year, pulling out some of our favorite moments. Um, so I'm going to give you a little bit of a top 10 countdown. It's not really a top 10 countdown because it's my top 10. So who fucking cares? <laughs> <laughs> uh, but there's going to be some funny moments, you know, from from us being in quarantine to us getting uh, uh, a crazy rainstorm in the middle of August where somebody was in it for the long haul. We'll hear about that. We'll talk. God. You're going to hear a little bit about our good friend Jerry and his good fortune in gambling. Uh, <laughs> yeah. So stick around, you know, listen to, you know, relive some of the best moments of 2020 with us. I uh, hope you enjoyed the gaming review. Taylor. Good to talk to you this week. Uh, no, I know we won't see you next week, but uh, we'll at least talk to you on the phone. Yeah, thank God. <laughs> uh, all right, so uh, hang tight, and uh, the, the best of 2020 is coming up next. Wait, so do you want to just get tased now to get the... That, yeah, quick, oh, just do it. Right, just do right, it, do right, it quick. Right. Just do it quick. Just do Hold it. Hold on, let me set up the, the tripod. Oh, don't start with this bullshit. Oh, okay. So he's going to set up the tripod. So Josh, uh, on top of this disgusting chocolate we just, that they just ate, I didn't eat it again. I did it once. Fucking gross. Um, Josh said, he texted us early, he goes, do you want me to bring in a taser? And I'm like, yes. Like, <laughs> like it's a stupid so question. Speak for where are you going to tase us? Right here. Uh, well, I'm going to... Yeah, literally... No, but like where on our bodies? I'm going to give you a choice. Okay. No, you're not giving me no, a choice. The you're choice, not doing my Balls. The choice, no, 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 is, the no, no, choice no. is my arm, and that's it. All right, stand up. Okay, we have Why to stand, stand up. Hold on, wait, we gotta do one at a time. We gotta do one at a time. Someone I just has to commentate. That when you stand up, you're Someone has to commentate. Or you stand up. All right, I'll stand up. Yeah, it doesn't matter. We're standing. Okay. Up. Where are you gonna tase me? Okay, so I'm gonna, I'm gonna ask you. So there are a couple of. Don't couple just. If you do it to me without telling me, I'm, I'm gonna, gonna punch gonna you right in the you, fucking I'm mouth. I'm not gonna do that. Okay. So you have your choice. Okay. So I can tase you somewhere where it's gonna suck really bad. Okay. Like where is that? Somewhere on your torso. Okay. I can tase you somewhere where it's gonna hurt, but not hurt too bad. That'll okay. be on your leg. Or I can tase you on your arm, which will hurt, but not as bad as the other two. Uh, I think I want leg. You want leg? I think I want leg. Right. Why I would you just drag you? You're fucking crazy sure your, person. Make sure your phone is out of your pocket. My phone's right there. All right. All right. Get tased. Right, do it. Do it. Do it. That was awesome. Does that suck? It wasn't good. Does that suck or what? It wasn't great. All right, Taylor, where are you going to take it? All right, I, I'm saving that shit. <laughs> oh, this is going to suck, dude. I don't want to do this, man. Where are you, where are you taking it, Taylor? If I'm, if I'm falling, this, all this shit's getting That'd fucked. be great, the end of the episode. Oh, God. oh, my God, my leg is, like, lingering now. Uh. Uh, just make sure I'm in frame, God damn it! All right, come on. Right, How could you not? I'm not babe. happy about it. Just arm, quick, 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 quick! Ah, oh, fuck! <laughs> oh, you fucking cocksucker! Fuck! Shit! Fuck! Oh, it sucks! <laughs> I told you, dude. Why did I ever want to do that? Why? There's been a part of my life where I wanted to see Wait, what it was to like. Wait, to be fair, case. when he said that this morning, you said yes first, before me. So what was worse, the chocolate or that? The chocolate. <laughs> All right, that was nice. Ow. That sucked, dude. <laughs> this album. Okay, cool. So for the movie, uh, 
Yeah. You gave me the fanatic starring John Travolta, written directed by uh, the one and only Fred Durst. Yeah. Um, so as me and Josh talked about in our text today, the guy that wrote this movie also wrote Break Stuff. Uh, yeah. He wrote, and he, he named an album Chocolate Starfish. Uh, on Flavored Water. He rhymed here with here in the same song. Um, variety of different things. He drowned in milk in a music video. <laughs> Great song. Yeah, right. That's the only good thing about it. Um, this movie sucks, dude. It is bad. Like, <laughs> I know. Really bad. It is next level, stupid, fucking awful bad. Like, it, I, I can't, I can't, I can't stay long. I got to take a poo. Why is that like the first line <laughs> of the movie? That's like the opening line. It's literally the worst. All right. So just there, Sorry, hold on. You got some feedback. Just really quick. I need to listen in oh i thought i heard i thought you had feedback okay go ahead okay um thanks for the derailing the train uh sure. no okay so the, the, the basically john travolta plays i'm assuming he's on the spectrum i'm assuming yeah, he was like, clearly autistic right and uh he's obsessed with uh celebrities specifically this one guy who plays this in this one movie whatever so he ends up actually stalking him, and it, it goes from, like, this silly, like, light, lighthearted, really bad movie to trying to be mm-hmm. overtly sensitive to celebrity and feel bad that they got to be followed around by paparazzi. It's a full-blown <laughs> horror movie. Yeah. And sometimes these scenes just take way too long. First of all, if this guy is that big of a star and you're driving around in that crap Happy fucking BMW. One, you're a shit fucking TV actor. And two, 45 seconds, 45 seconds of listening to Limp Biscuit in the movie. That makes Are you kidding me? Oh, any wait, first of all, who listens to music like this, right? They're driving with their kid and you're like, yeah. That's, that's yeah. That's a friend that's a friend of the show, Devin Sawa, who was the only one that looked like he knew what how to act in general. Like when when so when uh so John Travolta ends up tying him up and shit and like fake stabbing him. That's one of the funniest parts. So he has the he has the actor tied up and he like he puts on the Jason mask with a fake blade and the guy's like no 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 and he fake stabs him or whatever and he goes takes rips the mask off and goes it's me I'm such a good actor. <laughs> Awful dude. It is. Well, did you like did did you wow. like when uh he uh, um what was I gonna say shit Josh what you were part? talking about it before when uh he was just sitting next to Devin Sawa as he was sleeping and he's just sitting in the chair rocking back and forth like this <laughs> and he kissed in my mind, I, said, I said to Dan before like like he's rocking back and forth and you're like is he going to fucking pull it out and start pulling his putt I know the real John Travolta would <laughs> wait so that scene happens Josh texted me and goes he just sniffed his earlobe what the fuck <laughs> he, he dropped the cell phone on him when he was trying to take a selfie my favorite part about that was is how he tried to run away so unconvincingly like and it just didn't work. It he was right he, killed, he killed his maid. He killed, he killed the, the guy. Okay. Oh, that's a nosebleed. That's <laughs> not good. I had a nosebleed. No fun. <laughs> yeah, they're not fun. This Wait. is the most offensive thing to the autistic community I've ever seen. Dude, it is so it is so bad. His New Balance is on point. His calf high socks are on point, and his cargo shorts and his Greg shirts are on point. I want to like. But what so, about when he's when he's doing his English Bobby? The first thing I thought of was in uh, Freddie Got Fingered when Tom Green goes to show up at the restaurant dressed like an English Bobby to meet the, the director guy. Was like, guy said, you know, a lot of people think that I'm from London, but I'm not really from London. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, 
Speaking of the street performer shit, uh, the guy that played the 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 faux Chris Angel, he sucked. Totally yeah, terrible. Yeah. She was literally the worst. Like, Agreed. okay, I even said it to Josh. There's one part where, okay, so John Travolta's character's name is Moose, and while he's not stalking celebrities, he is being a street performer in L.A., which is you know, and a bad one. He's a fucking English Bobby, <laughs> and uh, and he's got this terrible mustache and this the, the worst British accent. Nicholas Cage in the color out of space was in three different accents throughout that movie and it was better than Travolta's one British accent it was awful and they corner this guy who has autism the character in the bathroom and they're like trying to like strong arm him and you just see the one guy just like it's his jewel hard swig of a vape and hand it to the other guy and then just like square up to him I'm like how are you not laughing at this guy Travolta Travolta badly wanted to like win an Oscar with this like he went all in as as uh, said in Tropic Thunder he went full retard dude uh, one of the things I texted Taylor about was he he goes to that premiere party and he goes up to the buffet line and he he fucking puts his nose right in the food and sniffs it and gags right Above it, like, <laughs> dude, I I died when he went to the party and he goes up to the bar and he's like, "What do you like to drink? I want a strawberry milkshake." <laughs> the movie, the movie is absolute garbage. Uh, it gets a one. It's that bad. Um, it, well, it is entertaining for the wrong reasons. Like, it's not it, good. So, no. uh, I said it to Josh too. If this movie is written like any movie, if it's written and directed well, there are some parts that are actually pretty damn good. But there is there's like but that's like so few and far well, between. Conceptually, it's not a bad idea. I mean, that's something Scorsese was trying to approach in King of Comedy all those years ago, and it was considered now it's looked at as it was ahead of its time. But the thing that Scorsese didn't do in that movie that Fred Durst tried to do here was go to that point over the edge. Like King of Comedy so great. Because the tension is so thin, and then mm-hmm. it builds up, and you think this big, like, violent breaking point is going to come that never shows up. And this, it gets to like, yeah, he kills the fucking maid. He almost chokes out the other street performer. It's so absurd. It's entertaining again for the wrong reasons. Yeah, when, he, ones- when he's hiding in the closet and he's talking on the phone, he goes so casually, "Yeah, I kissed the maid again." And like, <laughs> I gotta- like it's like it's like a normal occurrence. He goes, "Yeah, I'm Mr. Mom this week." Like, and Travolta is behind the behind the fucking clothes, like staring at him like a creep. It was so, like it, to me, it reminds me of watching something like The Room, where he was trying to make this deep fucking movie, and it just ends up being so bad that you can't help but laugh at how bad it is. It's it's legit awful. It is that bad. It gets, <laughs> like one is being nice. I don't want to give nothing a zero. That's bad. But like this one, dude. All right. Okay, so Manfro, you don't like this album? No, not at all. Compared, what? Okay, so I was a Fair. big We Came as Romans fans, and like I, I don't know if it was their title album or whatever. It was uh, probably to plant a seed or the plant a seed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I had that album, so I bought their second album, thinking like it's gonna be like the first album. Like the only way I could describe it was like a beautiful fucking album. Yeah, facts. it was great, and like the the clean the, the clean vocals and the heavy vocals and even the breakdowns and stuff was new. 
But like in that scene of music, everybody got so generic at the same time. Yeah, you're right. And they fucking, a lot of those ba- they bands started blend. experimenting with a little bit of techno and a little bit of like uh, what do they call that back when they they There's play like the backing the backing uh, back, backing vocals yeah, backing yeah, tracks they, like, and shit. They would layer it. They'll oh, skip it. They're, gotcha. like, the breakdowns about to come, and you could tell all the instruments just get like DJ'd a little yeah, bit. Yeah. Oh, it's like anticlimactic. Chopped and when, screwed, but what, yeah. <laughs> scene music. When you're when you're like a metal band, I feel like that's so anticlimactic because you're expecting it to like blow yeah, up and then yeah. it's just so I. I, their second album seemed like they their fucking album company was like, yeah, listen, you gotta you push got, this. You want to sell thing. more it was albums? So forced that like when I went to listen to the, I've li- tried to listen to this album before. Like it was like, okay, maybe you know, I think it was like their third big album. Yeah, that was the, well, that's what this one is. Yeah, yeah. The next one after that. So I was like, let me try this one because the second one was total shit. And then I like listened to it and I because I re- recognized some of the songs today when I was listening to it in yeah. my car and I was like. Yeah, this shit's just fucking garbage compared to the like the music that like Taylor listens to. Comparatively, yeah, I think that like Taylor's been on like a great streak with the albums he's yeah. given me. This is like the lowest one in a while, and I still like so, it. So here's the thing, and here's why. Here's why when it comes to my music specifically, I have so much respect for Manfro because when you talk to regular, he has a 303 tattoo. <laughs> no, it's a Bring Me the Horizon tattoo. 303 next though. Dude, I went to 303. They were fucking awesome. Oh, yeah. My um, next tattoo is a Bring Me the Horizon tattoo. You told me we're talking about it. Yeah, that's fucking great. All I'm right, so uh, glad I can't see your face. <laughs> <laughs> He's like Al Borland. <laughs> He's like the guy. Who Not Al. Home no, home. I, I know. I said Al. The other. I know what you're talking about. Wilson. Wilson's his name. Taylor. What were you I'm saying? Completely. Just <laughs> stay on the outside. No. So what, what I'm saying because he's, he's so educated, he knows what the fuck he's talking about. Like that for like, if you don't know what you're talking about, you're again, you're gonna say something like like their newer stuff or like exactly the second album, which is like understanding what we've grown to be, yeah. which is far and away the worst album of the three. They have three. Those are the three good albums. Everything else is trash. How are they after the guy died? It's it's, it's kind of different. It's, it's very hit, hit or miss. Think. I don't know. I don't know if you guys remember Hawthorne Heights, but when sure. K- when Casey died, their actual screamer. Yeah, he he took it took it all over. Well, he was a screamer, and then it was he, just singing. Yeah, the screamer because then he died, and then it was they had just more than one song. Well, uh, yeah, they, they, <laughs> I, I I think for me it's a, more than one is, album. I listened to that. But, album. but what I'm saying is, is that they haven't gotten worse since Kyle died. Okay, which is usually what bands oh, yeah. it happens to. You know what I mean? They kind of that they kind of like plateaued. Like this is who they are now. Yes, they're they're kind of just grinding it out, which I have a lot of respect for. If they do it for another five ten years, they're going to be legends just because of how long they did it. Longevity makes a difference, even if you're not good. Yes. A lot of bands just based on how long they've been together. Yeah. Inc- mm-hmm. Look, I love early Incubus. They haven't made a good album since like 2005. But he still. Rocks the Alien Ant Farm. Yeah, I love it. Alien Ant Farm's great. Yeah, they, you, know, you, you love that, that album. That, and I go back and I listen to it, and I think of Dan, and I'm like, this fucking album is great. It's it a is, fucking it great anthology. It's a fucking great album. Yeah, the the second great. single on that song it might be the best song on that album, or on that album, uh, Movies. Movies is a great fucking oh, yeah. song. Yeah. Um, I got a story about Please, let me hear this. I was about to go to I that. know the story, and it's an amazing story. All right, let's I, hear it. Give me, give me a fucking so I was, let my cigarette. You've been, uh, to, were you at Bamboozle at Asbury Park? Yes, I was. Okay, so they played there, and they were like on the main stage. And I had a hotel maybe like eight, ten minutes away Dude, from they, the concert venue. They played venue. early. They played early. They played like ten thirty in the morning early. So I had met this girl from Chicago and like kind nice. of like you know talked on and off, and we'd see her at the concert and stuff like that. So it's like I think the our last night down there was like a Saturday night, and uh, going into Sunday we're going to the concert the next day. So. There's two girls smoking a cigarette, and my friend Adam that was with me, Adam from Upper Greenwood. Yeah, I know Adam. (laughs) He he goes down to the lobby, and he sees these two girls, and they're smoking. They're like, oh, you should come up and party with us. There's a band up there. And and so he goes up there, not knowing anything about this band, 
And he comes he comes knocking on my door. I'm with the girl. I've been so in hotels with you like, when you knock on the door. I usually never open it to anything good. Yeah, yeah. so I <laughs> put my clothes back on, and I'm like, yo, what's going on, man? You know, like, I'm trying to... I'm busy. Yeah, he's like, yo, there's some people up there. They want to hang out. They're the Spartans. And I'm like, <laughs> I'm like cool, dude. I can off. picture Adam saying that. Yeah, fuck off. I'll be up there in a half hour or whatever. So then, like, a half hour passes by. He comes knocking on the door again. Dude, you know the Spartans? I'm like, what the fuck are you talking about? He brings you up like, to your room and they just... played the main stage. Now I'm thinking in my head, like, the Spartans. the Spartans, the Spartans. And I'm like, we came as Romans? And I fucking guessed it. And he's like, yeah, 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 that's them. I'm partying with them upstairs. I'm like, yo, I'm let's there. fucking go. Yeah. So wait, I grab a bottle. I, we had, like, two bottles. One was Jack Honey. Okay. And so I was like, let's get this fucking up there. Let's see if these guys want to take some shots. So I t- take the bottle up. The girl's with me and her friend. And we all go up into the room. And, like... Back then, those girls were groupies, sure. but I would consider them more like influencers. And they're like, before influencers was a thing. Yeah, it's like right. Kate Hudson, almost yeah. famous. Working yeah. like the fucking street team so and we, shit. We go up there and they're like, dead quiet. Like, it kind of got awkward when I got in there. Uh-huh. So I was like, yo, want some fucking shots? And they're like, oh. Nah, okay. And one guy was like, okay. And then I went to pour him the shot, and he's like, no, nah, never mind. And I was like, okay, whatever. So then me and Adam, like, cheers. We're like, you fucking pussies. <laughs> we fucking down the shot. The one, the two guys, I don't know who they were in the in the band. I don't really know their faces, but they were fucking crushing up pills. And I was like, whoa, yeah. <laughs> They're not drinking, but. Like, let's fucking go. But then I was like, nah, because I'm with Adam, and we just, like, we just drink. drink. And we're like, we, we don't want to fucking do downers now or whatever. Obviously, yeah, because you've already been not drinking. Now. Not so now. And this was the final straw. <laughs> Later. Yeah. And they were like, uh, well, let's take a picture. So my friend Adam goes in, puts his arm around the one guy that he was like talking to and stuff. And then they're like, dude, you can't be in the picture. This is going to be on our Instagram or something like that. So, said it to so, you? Like, what about no, what? saying it to my, to my friend Adam? Because oh. I didn't want to be in no fucking picture with them. I don't know these fucking guys. <laughs> you don't know the Spartans. Because like, I meet these bands. These are great bands, but I'm not starstruck by them. Sure. Because I just feel like they're regular dudes. Like, I met 303. I met Trey Cyrus at a bar. And I fucking talk to them. Sure. Just like, I'm not starstruck by them. If I met Bob Dylan. Like I did when I was seven, I was starstruck. For that. <laughs> it's Bob Dylan. Like I Bob did when Dylan. I, what the fuck? Like I did when I was seven. Yeah, I met him when I was seven. What would you do if you met him again now? I'd be like, is that the rest of the fucking story? Yeah, no, they were they were crushing up pills. They were having a good time, but they were a bunch of pussies. It's basically the, the moral of the story. Did uh, your outlook on the band change? Like even listening to yeah. them after seeing I, I, them? In my head, I was like, this band is like really great. Like they put out good music and stuff like that. And you I thought they like, were heavy and. And they party. Yeah, yeah. And like, I was like, oh, they're, they're like normal dudes, you know. Two guys over there doing pills. The other guys taking shots. The other guys are probably gonna fucking bang these groupies out like it's real like, quick. Yo, it and looks like these Instagram guys. Picture. It looks like these guys are in a rock band. Yeah, yeah. I was like, it's pretty cool. But I was like, doing the same shit. Fucking yeah. The oh, below they're, them. Yeah. Like, they're they're. Floor you were doing it harder too. And I was yeah, like, the special. Bro, I have, I have fucking pint, uh, Hawaiian pizza downstairs, bro. <laughs> Come fuck with me. Yeah. You know what I mean? I got fucking pineapple and ham. Is the Orioles are already eliminated. <laughs> you know, the way I look at it is uh, just uh, throw it out. Yeah, it's... You know, like... You won't say that if the Yankees are in the World Series. Well, which they probably will be, because if you think about it... <laughs> you also, 16, built for this. said 16, you wouldn't watch. A, no, no, I won't. No, he said he won't watch the playoffs until the Yankees I'm, are And in I'm the only World talking Series. specifically this year. Yeah. Okay, I'm not okay. talking about any other year. But think about it this way. It's a 60-game season. People are mad about it. Sure. Nobody wants the Yankees in the World Series except for us. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so and they're going to be in the World Series. That's just the way that it is. But the, my view is throw it out. 
don't play Judge. Don't play Stanton. Let him fucking. I think that's fair. Well, that's honestly, sixty fair. games is all you usually get out of Stanton anyway. So <laughs> <laughs> this is what you want. You know, I do so, worry with Judge because his injury is one of those ones that always comes back. Well, so here's so, my thing. So, so this this counts as a contract, like like this. Yeah, this counts towards because they're, they're prorated so, salary. So this is a con. This so is the, so the Dodgers get Mookie bets for sixty games. And they that's get, it. And well, they're gonna resign. The Dodgers have so much money. I know they spend more than the Yankees and Red Sox do. They're like, oh, fuck the luxury tax. Who gives a shit? Well, doesn't... I, I thought, like, there was something like he doesn't want to be there or something like that. I, I wouldn't be surprised. I mean, like, the thing is, he, there's so many stars in on the Dodgers. He isn't the only one. When you have Cody Bellinger there, who is homegrown... The thing in baseball that's weird is it, it's really hard to be signed as a free agent or a trade and be the big, the biggest star on the team. Baseball fans appreciate homegrown players. You get guys like Cespedes who came over and was great, but the second that you don't live up to it, they're done with you. Mets fans turned on Cespedes. And then look what happens when Pete Alonso shows up. Yeah, exactly. Well, look at how look how willing Mets fans were with David Wright despite all the injuries in the back half of his career because he was a homegrown guy. You were willing to deal with Jose Reyes' antics because he was a homegrown guy. You know better than anyone when it's a free agent or a guy you trade for, the the patience that the Yankees fans have is minimal. That's not not in my case. Oh, A-Rod, shut up. I will say you stuck to well, your A-Rod was that. A-Rod is my favorite Yankee of all time, and I'll always I'll go to my grave with that. I, I'll go to my fucking a, grave a, with as that. As a baseball fan, that makes me so fucking angry. Because <laughs> it's the fucking Yankees. Hi, hi, hi. Michaela. <laughs> that that pisses me off just as a baseball fan, because it's the fucking Yankees. Yeah. Like you could there's a, the players you could name off that could be your favorite. Even if you didn't see him play. You had fucking Babe Ruth. Like, like why Yeah, could, but like, like why would I fucking give a shit about Babe Ruth? Like, all right, yeah, he's Babe historic. Ruth. He's Babe Ruth, but I never Watch the guy fucking play. Okay, you had you had Jeter, Posada, and Jeter's a fucking fraud. And so is A Rod. (laughs) He's a bigger fraud. Listen, he's (laughs) he's an admitted fraud. But yeah, after he denied it forever, (laughs) the the greatest Yankee third baseman of all time is Scott Brosius, and you know (laughs) you know that, and you know Alfonso Soriano was the fucking go. You love Alfonso Soriano. You were a big Cano guy for a long time. Oh yeah, I love Cano. You still like Cano. So listen, I wanted him to come back. You understood why he left. Yeah, I did. And when the sweepstakes was going on, was is he going to come back to the Yankees? Is yeah. he going to go to the Mets? I was rooting hard for him to come back to sure, the Yankees. Sure, sure. You know, I'm glad that he didn't after what it's, the fuck happened. The Yankees but. are one of those teams that when they sign guys or trade for guys, it's 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 hit or miss. There's no, like, yeah. in between. Like, they traded for Didi, and he exceeded. You yeah. sign A.J. Burnett, you get a few big moments there's, out of him. There's been a lot of guys in, like, the last 15, 20 years that have just been random, like, one, two season stop kind of players that I've really liked. Like, I thought... Carl Pavano. Fuck him. <laughs> uh, when, when Raul Banez was on yeah, the team, oh, I fucking post-season. loved him. That postseason uh, he had was insane. Bobby Abreu was a great pickup for a couple of years. He was a great years. Yankee. Beltron. Gary Sheffield. Beltron. 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 Beltron was great for you guys. But um, I'm just excited. Are you going to watch baseball at all, Pat, when it comes back? I know, like, Mike Trout and Bryce Harper. <laughs> so, you know, players. the best player in baseball, yeah. the guy that wants to be the best player in baseball, but I, he's just decent. I have absolutely nothing against going to a game. I'll go see anything live. I yeah, sure, it, sure. I cannot watch baseball on TV, so I've just never gotten into it. But now that I'm back home, uh, I think I just have to become a baseball fan because that's all people it's, fucking talk about at it's, work. It, well, it's like, oh, the Mets and the Yankees. Like, it, this is such a, like, it, what's weird in this area is the team that the fans in this area will go the most nuts for when they're good or win a championship is the fucking Knicks. 
Like yeah. when the think about what, what it was like when Lynn Sanity yeah, was oh happening. It's every time they're good. The it's the, I mean because this is a basketball baseball town. Yep. Football is there. They, they, people love the Giants and Jets in this area. Sure, they love it. But it's nothing. This is a baseball area. This whole region is a baseball area. I, say, I will say so. I I wear a Mets hat. I wear a Mets hat to work. It's just an old Mets hat I've had, and I just wear it to work all the time. I get more, like, I'll wear it down the street. I'll go into a convenience store. More people will say, hey, let's go Mets, or say, oh, yeah, can't wait for the team. I get that more often than anything else. And then yeah. our Broncos well, we're hat, all, like, all of us in this room, Broncos fan? All of us <laughs> in this room are fans of t- uh, teams that are in football that aren't local whatsoever. Yeah. Well, that, that, Yours is the closest. Factually. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. And, and, and I mean, I'll get random people because there's it's a there's a weird amount of Dolphins fans in this area. So I get that I get that every so often. But baseball is the one you hear the most stuff about people talking. Mm-hmm. It's just very you know it helped that the Yankees had that dynasty in the '90s. So so many people our age grew right. up with that. Yep. Um, but they almost ruined it. They may have still ruined it with the 60 game season by not just figuring something out and getting half a season. Yeah, like, it's terrible. Let's see if I have anything else. Um, oh, I mean, I have other things. Um, so there, the movie theaters will be reopening, it looks like. On July 15th, I think AMC is opening up around most of the country. Initially, they said, we're going to open, no face masks, 30% capacity. Within two hours, like, all right, face masks. <laughs> like, it, it literally took less than two hours. We were like, really? In a movie theater where the air is just circulating? Um Listen, I, if, I think if it's 30% capacity, I will not wear a face mask at my seat. I'll wear it, like, here so if someone walks by and they're checking like this. But I'm going to the movie. I don't care what the fuck movie it is. I'm going. Well, did you see that uh, Jurassic Park was the number one movie in America last, Dude, the uh, drive-in, last two weeks? Dude, the drive-in is showing a double feature of Jurassic Park and Jaws. How far, how far <laughs> off from the number one movie of all time is Jurassic Park? It's probably going to get close again, too. I mean, I think I'm it's like... I told you it was good. Yeah. <laughs> that was a good time to drop it, you fucking asshole. <laughs> it's fucking stupid. I was not ready for that, you asshole. <laughs> Can you play it one more time? I need to hear it again. <laughs> Freddie got fingered. Never gets old. He's in the restaurant with the fucking house phone. Like he's on a business call. Dude, uh, that I don't care. People say that movie that movie will make me laugh every time Freddie got fingered. I dude, I watch it like the first day of quarantine. I'm like, I'm watching Freddie got fingered. I'm like, are this gonna set the entire mood for this? <laughs> one of, of, all, of all the clips you pull for Freddie got fingered, that's the one you pull. <laughs> That's fucking great. Oh, my God. Oh my God. I, the drive-in should re-release Freddy Got Fingered. <laughs> I, I, would, I, would go, I would go in a heartbeat, dude. Oh, my God. Um, oh, so the, here's... Field trip to Freddy Got Fingered at work driving. Hell yeah. Dude, I like that the drive-in is showing, like, old movies. I'm more about yeah. that. Like, and hosting Jada Kiss's birthday. Oh, that was so fucking funny. Did you hear about this, oh, Pat? I didn't even know Okay, so... so I heard hosting Jada Kiss's Wait, so I sent this to these guys. Uh, it was, like, maybe a month ago. It was like the first weekend the Warwick Drive-In was open. And they do a Facebook post, and it's a picture of a flyer that says Jadakiss Birthday Bash, Warwick Drive-In. And they're like, this isn't real. Jadakiss is not having his birthday bash. If you come here for it, you're going to get turned away. So it's on the Warwick Drive-In Facebook page. That night at like 1 a.m., the Warwick Drive-In Facebook page post had a great time hosting Jadakiss's birthday. And it was like 40 dudes and like in the stretch limo Hummers all together, like a bunch of people like uh first off not social distancing second off you said 
this wasn't happening and they, they quickly deleted it which i don't think it's that big of a deal if they're in the same group not wearing face masks say, who Jay gives a shit been relevant since he was a dude a jaw rules yeah like what, what are you gonna he just plays shake your ass the whole time on a fucking loop I I, uh, I kind of wish I went knowing that J- not knowing Jadakiss wasn't was actually there. That's I wouldn't know what Jadakiss looked like if I walked <laughs> by him. Would you? Yeah, at this point, I, would, yeah. Yeah. I don't yeah. think I would. I don't think I remember what he looks like at all. No idea. But um, yeah, I I don't know. Fa- movie theater with the face mask. Um, uh, Taylor, uh, Dan, WAP. <laughs> we need to talk about this. You know, are you? Uh, I for I a solid week. I did. I, I'm like WAP. What the fuck is WAP? And I'm thinking to myself, what, wheels wheels at planes? I'm like, what is, I'm, I'm trying to piece it together. And then I see Ben Shapiro attached to the WAP thing, and I'm like, this can't be good. He really made an ass of himself. And even Joe Rogan was talking about it with that uh, that chick. Allie, whatever. Yeah, when he was like, Ben, I love you. You need to stay in your lane. Like, okay, so he's reading the lyrics, and he says, wet-ass P-word. Uh, I, I come to me with this wet-ass P-word. And instantly memed himself. And he actually said, my wife said that there's no... No medical it's a medical condition if you have a wet ass p word i was like bro your bitch is dusty <laughs> if she doesn't have a wet ass p word you have multiple kids and so this is where i, I take major issue and i don't want, we'll get to the song itself in a second but i take major the issue the so, it's a song what? That's where the whole Ben Shapiro thing came from. It's a Cardi B song. It's a Cardi B and Meg Thee Stallion song. No wonder why I haven't um, heard it. So he was complaining about how, how offensive this song is, how degrading it is. He's like, feminist, this is what you fought for. And he's, but he's talking about how, how, like, on. how no one should be watching this because it's so degrading while playing the video next to him and listening to the lyrics and he's like and then he's going after media things that are making fun of him he goes oh just going for the clickbait it's like dude you went with clickbait by playing that's the video that you're saying is so bad you're part of the problem with the media all that you hero does is fucking that, clickbait. that's all, that's all he's all ever been he really. does trump dunks on liberal journalists you know, I, I can't believe there was a part of my life where i'm like that guy gets it he he is a very I, smart person there's times where he gets it and there's times where i agree with him but overall he ma- then he does things and makes an ass of himself like this he literally said out there josh could you play a little bit of him reading it just so you can hear this um so the song is called WAP and it's Cardi B and, and it's he was taught his whole point was about how it's so degrading that this is this is what feminists fought for and you know what I say dude Rap has been taught has had rappers forever talking about hoes and sluts. Yo, we were little kids saying to the windows, to the walls, to the sweat drip from our balls, to us skeet skeet, the skeet skeet. We were singing that. We were singing Shake Your Ass. We were singing the whisper song. Hey little Ma, how you doing? Let me whisper in your ear. Tell you something that you might like to hear. You got a sexy ass body and your ass looks soft. Mind if I touch it and see if it's soft. So I wanna like let, I wanna let everyone know who's listening. Dan isn't reading those lyrics. He's reciting them. I, I know the lyrics re- is this him? No, it's a, I, I knew this was going to happen. It's a, I would say go to Twitter. That's probably your best bet to find it. Wait, do you see my dick? Hey, bitch. Just fast forward a little bit. If you listen to Old School Pusha T, it's like, you know what fame is? Sleeping with the woman of her dreams and forgetting what her name is. Dude, yeah. Mystical. I came in with my dick in my hand. He says, this is a little bit of this. All right, here, listen to this. So, as you can see, there's water pouring out from the front of the of a mansion. The song is terrible. Okay, here are these two ladies, and then there is just a giant golden butt. Okay, and then there's golden boobs that apparently boobs. Are water. <laughs> um, um, it's um, yeah. So this is all great. <laughs> apparently, the tackiest mansion that has ever been. Okay. And um, 
Um, uh, and then there's them lying there with a bunch of snakes. It's <laughs> a typical music video kind of stuff, but it's very empowering. <laughs> so if you can't hear the lyrics, because it's... Because, um, I don't know why you would hear the lyrics, <laughs> frankly. Uh, here, are, here are some of the lyrics. Okay, here we go. This is empowering stuff, guys. This is like Susan B. Anthony. <laughs> this right here is women fighting for the right to work. Right here, what we are watching is women fighting for the equal right to talk about their wet-ass P-word. <laughs> so here are the actual lyrics. Okay, and this is, this is not demeaning to women in any way. It's not demeaning to women in any way. It doesn't turn women into sex objects. It doesn't make yeah, it men does. think of women. In a in a purely sexual fashion. Oh my god! It, it, it is women empowering themselves. It is empowering. Here are some of the lyrics. Okay, right? here we go. Whores in this house. There's some whores in this house. There's some whores in this house. There's some whores in this house. Hold up. I said certified freak seven days a week. Wet ass people. <laughs> is that the whole? Oh uh, no, it's a fucking ad. ad. So okay, so what? This is what I'll say. We just talked about how in male rap lyrics forever. And I'm fine with this as well. They talked about, you know, hoes and fucking and sluts and, you know, raw dogging and not pulling out. It, Dude, Lil' Kim was doing this shit 25 years ago. I, I, I need Who a, cares? I need a Ben Shapiro reacts channel now. He, yeah, dude. Reacting it's, shit like and this. Now, he needs to listen to Tip Drill by Nelly. Dude, and he all, wants to hear some And now all these shit. all these Ben Shapiro memes are coming out. One of them that Justin sent to us today, it was um, I, I, some woman and it was... Um, Oh my god! I got hold on. I got to pull it up quick. I fucking died at this because he literally says there's no such thing as a wet ass p word. That's a medical condition. My wife's a doctor. Look, oh word, it's his wife. The levy, my Chevy. <laughs> the dude, was dry. <laughs> yeah, dude. There's all kinds of. Why hold is on. it a Don McLean? I got to see if I can find a couple more of these because there's a few. Look, macaroni and cheese. He's mad. Then there's Ben Shapiro smiling, and it's fucking macaroni and cheese completely unboiled. Oh, disgusting. Dude, there's so many of them that are fucking great. I, oh, it's episode two, Attack of the Clones. Oh, I don't, I don't like I don't like vaginas. They're dry and coarse and rough and irritating. They're, and they're everywhere. <laughs> and they're everywhere. <laughs> Dude, literally, it's, it's so fucking funny that... And listen... Ben needs to just stay in his lane. Like, entertainment is not really his field. He d disregards all rap in general. I mean, he's technically a classically trained musician. He's a very good musician, actually. Sure. But, come on. Yeah, so the song is called WAP, and it means wet-ass pussy. Good. Do you even give a shit if, like, those two... Like, their whole game is their sex appeal. Who cares? Who gives a shit? I don't listen to it. I, I like, I didn't hear about this till literally five minutes ago. That's like, I, I don't know how you missed that, man. That's fucking wild. I'm good on it, man. Listen, I'm, I have, I have a pretty solid bullshit filter now. All right, let's see what I have next. Um, gonna say the Happy Gilmore yeah, swing. Yeah, that's literally what it is. So, guys, uh, welcome to episode 125 of You Watch, I Listen. Um, got some cool stuff today. Um, so, the first thing I'm gonna talk about, I just gave him a five minute warning because we're gonna be talking to him in just a second. So, good friend of the show. Uh, he was a guest just a few months ago. Um, our buddy Jerry, or Paranormal Base on Twitter, you may have seen him. He kind of went viral this week. Um, he placed a wild, wild bet on Thursday night's uh, Philadelphia New York Giants at Philadelphia Eagles game. Now I have the bet here, just so I can uh, read this to you. So because we need to make sense of this. This is when I saw him place this bet. I think all of our first thoughts like, no way he's fucking getting this bet because yeah, no it's fucking wild. So he placed a hundred dollar bet on a same game parlay. Sterling Shepard anytime score. Boston Scott touchdown anytime touchdown score. Uh, Philadelphia Eagles money line. Carson Wentz over 247.5 passing yards. And perhaps the most important, the Carson Wentz first touchdown score. Yep. 
So the game starts, and Carson Wentz uh, gets a touchdown on a quarterback draw. So right away, I'm like, all right, maybe he's got a chance here. So then I see Sterling Shepard scores a touchdown. I'm like, all right. Um, then I see um, Carson Wentz having a pretty good game throwing the ball. I'm like, all right. But the Giants are winning by 10 points or 11 points with uh, six minutes left. Yep. And I'm like, oh, he's not going to get this. And on top of that, he needed the Boston Scott touchdown. So then um, the, the Eagles come back. They get within four, I think it was. Yep. And they then they drive down, and a touchdown pass with 40 seconds left goes to Boston Scott. So now all he needs is the Eagles to hold on and win. And at that point, I'm kind of like, holy shit, he's going to win this because Graham Gano, the Giants kicker, hurt himself on a kickoff earlier in the game. Yep. So even if you get into a range to tie it to go up um, to, you know, because they're down, the Giants are down three, no shot. But sure enough, the Eagles hold on and win, and I'm watching the game, and I'm just like, this motherfucker... Because he bet $100 at plus 46331 to win $46,430.94. So we're all texting each other at this point. I'm texting Jerry. Uh, I'm like, dude, holy shit. He's sending me the videos of him waking up his wife. And, <laughs> yeah. and Jerry before this had been having a very, very good betting season. I yeah. think he was up like 7000 on the year. Pretty damn good returns. He already yeah. had the file taxes on it. Yep. So he wins 46000 It goes viral. He bet his last 100 dollars literally <laughs> feeding his kids on ramen and crackers for the last month because he's a degenerate you could be up seven thousand dollars but if you keep betting you're not going to have seven thousand dollars to provide yeah, for how your much family think he cashed out really. so exactly so up forty six thousand that wins forty six thousand dollars he's going viral everywhere he's going to be on the philadelphia eagles pregame show this week which is fucking crazy it's this ridiculous. fucking jagoff from new york um who now lives in our fucking dirty state so um we're going to get on the horn with Jerry, talk about his bet. So um, let's go over to Jerry Emer Paranormal underscore base on Twitter. Real piece of shit. All right, guys, we got um, our betting mastermind, uh, friend of the show, former guest, uh, Miami Dolphins diehard New York Mets diehard fan, Jerry Emer Paranormal base on Twitter. Jerry, first off, how you feeling, brother? What's up, bud? You know, I'm feeling pretty good. I got to say, I'm having a pretty good week. Yeah, I would say so. You won 46 fucking thousand dollars on a $100 bet, you asshole. Absolutely ridiculous. <laughs> you know, it's, it's crazy because it's, it's funny because I did that same bet for what uh, it was uh, a $10 bet, and I took out Carson Wentz over, and I took out the money line. So even on that bet, I only the 100 on top of that. So. Okay, I got to ask you, were you just creating a bet to see how much you could win, or did you actually have confidence in specifically the Carson Wentz first touchdown and the Boston Scott anytime score? Because the Boston Scott one made a little bit of sense to me because he had killed the Giants. They had no real uh, threats in the backfield because of injuries. But how did you construct that bet? So, you know, I actually put a lot of thought into it, and I, uh, you know, Shocker. I felt like, <laughs> All right, Boston Scott is five foot six. He's a little guy. You know, I didn't have any faith in the Giants' offense to score first, uh, uh, even if they won the toss or you know. Yeah, I, of course. I felt like the Eagles were going to score first, and um, you know, if they got inside that five yard line, I didn't see them going to Scott. I, I felt like you know the Giants were going to plug those holes, and he's you know not the biggest guy in the world. Obviously, he's five foot six. I felt like the best option for them was to do you know a. 
Okay. Bounce out and you know, try to score. So I had that scenario in my head, and uh, I felt pretty good about it. Okay. So <clears throat> um, I, when I was watching the game live, and I saw Carson Wentz score the first touchdown, I'd seen your bet at that point, and I'm like, all right, he must be feeling pretty good right now because obviously you need that first domino to fall. So yeah. when when the Giants are up by, I believe it was uh, 10 points it, with like six minutes left, Was it, it was even less than that. I guess it was six minutes left. Where is your confidence? I mean, it's only 100 bucks. I mean, but it was your last $100, which is the big point here. Um, how horrified are you? Well, I'll... You know, at that point, it's a lost bet. You know, it's uh, it's I'm watching the game and I'm like, wow, you know what? This was this was looking really good at first, and uh, now it doesn't. You know, I had completely given up that bet. Like that was, you know. And then you were gonna have uh, to tell your wife in the morning you lost the last hundred dollars. Yeah. <laughs> You know, I would have tried to avoid that conversation. Uh, I would have said, you know, maybe I dropped it in the street or something like that. You know what I mean? There you go. <laughs> yeah. Not to tell her I gambled it away. I would have just said I blew it but, on uh, crack. I'd rather say it, I blew it on a like an actual addiction. An actual. Addiction. I mean, that's a different story. You know, that's. Uh... <laughs> yeah, I mean, crack's much cheaper than a hundred dollars, by the way, guys. <laughs> <laughs> so you've been having a pretty good betting season even before this. You were up like what seven grand on the year. Yeah, I was I was hitting I was hitting them pretty big. Uh, you know, uh, NBA Finals. I hit uh, you know, I had one bet. Uh, I had a fifty dollar bet parlay, and uh, everything hit. It was like I want to say like an eight and nine leg parlay, and hit for twenty four hundred. Uh, and the big thing was it started with an Anthony Davis bucket, which was uh, he's always the favorite to score the first bucket of the game. So that was big. This is uh, like uncut. I, this is uncut gems. This is uncut gems. It's really what it is. Nobody likes lightning bets. <laughs> yeah. You're placing lightning bets with fucking bookies that look and sound exactly like Mike Francesa. (laughs) (laughs) It's crazy because I had this, uh, um, so when, I think it was Thursday Night Football, uh, Taylor, when did the Jets play the Broncos? Was that a Thursday Night Football game? Yeah, Yeah, it was a Thursday, it was a Thursday. Like three weeks ago, yeah. Yeah, It was, it was awful. So check this out. So that Thursday Night Football game, I had the same feeling that the Jets were going to get creative. I made three different parlays with Sam Darnold as, the first touchdown score. Okay, yeah, yeah. Uh, the fucking run. That's uh, any betting man is saying, okay, this guy's throwing away his money, you know, because, but I felt like they were going to get creative. Sam Donald's finally, you know, he does like one rushing touchdown a year. I said, they're going to try to get creative early. And then uh, I'm actually, I was uh, dropping a deuce and uh, wasn't watching <laughs> the game. And my cousin texted me, he goes, oh, your parlay must be fucked. And I was like, well, he must be fucked with that Sam Donald touchdown. I was like, wait. Wait, what did he just do? Did he just score to win? <laughs> I came back. I was like, oh, my God. Now I have all these scenarios. Uh, dude, dude. So it, the one uh, scenario I had was the – what's that? No, so dude, it wasn't even. Uh, it wasn't even like. It, it wasn't even like, like like a fucking keeper like Carson Wentz had. He fucking ran for yeah, like forty five yards. The real spread should have been how many tackles would the Broncos miss on that run? I, I would take the <laughs> over at four. Yeah, I think they missed at least four. God. So now you you got forty six thousand um, dollars. You you literally went from only a hundred dollars to your name, to your yeah. family's name, <laughs> to your daughter's names, to your wife's name, your household. Literally, you're about to take out a second mortgage. So now you got $46,000. How much of that is going to taxes? 
uh, eleven grand off the top. It's eleven grand. Okay, yeah, so I thought I, I honestly thought it'd be a little bit more, but that so that's awesome. That's actually not bad. So now we I've uh, spoken to you about this about you coming on like a weekly segment. You give us your hottest bets of the week. Um, I think we talked about it being called "I Bet You Listen." Yeah. <laughs> uh, I like the idea of it because, you know, you already got yeah. a fucking sponsorship from FanDuel, you fucking asshole. Yeah, dude, that's fucking ridiculous. <laughs> but so. Yeah, it's not- no, so pretty cool. yeah, dude, that's awesome. I, I I genuinely am very very happy for you. Um, I do uh, I do want to say like from your parlays and the way you're betting, um, because I do follow a lot of like professional sports gamblers on Twitter, and sometimes they'll they'll sell picks, they'll post their picks. Um, most big time gamblers are all straight bets. They'll take you know they'll they'll take the over for Carson Wentz and they'll put ten grand on it. Yeah, and they'll just double their money. That's usually how it happens. What makes this so special? And I don't mean to blow smoke up your ass, but what makes this so special? great story is that it's a long shot. Everyone loves the long shot. And the creativity yeah. of the bets is what makes it so you know, great and unique. And on top of that, you're winning a lot of these fucking bets, which is crazy to me because like anyone in their right fucking mind will, will, will look at your parlays and say that dude this, is legit out of his fucking dude, mind. Dude, if you go look, because uh, Jerry... The other and, th- wait, hold on. These are people that don't even fucking know you. Yeah. We know you. We know you're out of your fucking mind. Yeah, you got to be out of your mind to be fr- <laughs> to be friends with us. I met this fucking asshole at a fucking Dolphins Jets tailgate. Um, you met him on I, a blog, dude. I, I literally met him pretty much through the internet and then at a game. All right, Josh, I need some game show music for the birthday boy. I'm going to read the questions. Taylor and I are going to answer them. So we're going to play read the questions and you're going to answer them. Yeah, yeah, I don't I don't have the answers. Oh, okay. I just have the questions. Turn it down just a little bit. This is Josh trivia in celebration of Josh's 30 plus birthday. Oh, I'll say what game show music okay. is this? All right, Taylor. How old is Josh today? Uh, 45. What's your real answer? 31. 31. And Josh gives us the yes. What is Josh's middle name? Bartholomew. I, I actually don't know this. Jeffrey. No. All right. What's the answer? Anthony. Anthony. I actually didn't know that now that you say that. All right. What is Josh's favorite movie? Endgame. Endgame. Actually, I'm going to change mine. Godfather. Uh... It's Godfather 2. Okay. 1A, 1B. Yeah. All right. All right. Okay. Fuck you. What is Josh's favorite band? Wait. Oh, I know that one. Shit. Metallica. I'm going to say Coheed. Because he has a Coheed tattoo. I think Metallica is his most influential band, but Coheed is his favorite. Am, am I am I like half wrong at least? You're not you're not wrong, oh, but you're not Metallica right. It was my favorite band before Coheed. Turn it down just a little bit more because okay. I can't hear you. All right. It's like the Angry Beavers music. Yeah. All right. What is Josh's favorite TV show of all time? Oh, uh, Into the Badlands. <laughs> or what is it really? Uh, Sopranos. I'm going to say Sopranos as well. It is the Sopranos. Sopranos. Okay. How many times has Josh watched Avengers Endgame? <laughs> <laughs> like an exact number or over on? Uh, I want an o- overall number, and whoever's closer gets it. 32. I'm going to say 21. Uh, I've watched it about 20 times. Oh, I remember the one time when you were like, I just watched it for the 14th time, and I was like, all right, we're close enough to that. Okay. How much does Josh weigh? 185. <laughs> I'm going to say... You're fucking two, welcome. I'm going to say 258. Uh, 260. Oh, shit. You were nice, though. 
What was Josh's first tattoo? That really fucking stupid tribal on your, yeah, on your arm. I knew that. Yeah. I, I was hoping you just say Darth Maul. No, I knew that. That's well, a second. No, no Jersey, was, Jersey was a second. Yeah. 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 Um, how old was Josh when he had his first kiss? I don't know. That's the point. I don't know either. 11? I'm going to say 13. How old were we in freshman year? Um, I want to say 14. Then it, yeah, 13. You're right. All right. How old was Josh when he lost his virginity? I'm going to say nine. <laughs> but his first kiss was 14. No, he got molested. <laughs> no, I'm sorry. Uh, I'll say, I'll say 17. I'm going to say 16. 16. 16. Cool. Who is Josh's favorite wrestler of all time? Macho Man Randy Savage. Stone Cold Steve Austin. Stone Cold Steve Austin. I'm not a good friend, apparently. All right. How many times has known me so much longer than yeah. you? Yeah, facts. How many times has Josh rear-ended someone because he was trying to see if he knew who was driving the Geek Squad van? One. <laughs> One. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Who did Josh have a fist fight with in high school? I'm going to say Frankie M. Jeremy Pantovic. And the best part of that fight was that Josh swung a haymaker of a punch right when Jeremy was bending over to pick up his glasses and he did a full 360. You told me about this too. <laughs> Fuck. Um, what is Josh's favorite fast food restaurant? Arby's. Arby's. Yeah. All right. And the final question. What is Josh's biggest food regret? Uh, <laughs> uh, Crave Crate. All right. Crave Crate. I'm going to say the mozzarella stick pizza. <laughs> It's, it's a tie. <laughs> <laughs> so there you are, ladies and gentlemen, for Josh's 30-plus birthday. Oh, God. You know what was worse about the, than, than the crate that night? The hugs. The hu oh, you brought the hugs, you cunt. Just oh, sugar, yeah. water, and dye. It was hard. Like and I drank like seven of them. <laughs> yeah, to do what? I drank fucking, all the blue ones. Looks like a fucking barrel monkey. I did? No, I did. I was like, just give me a color. I, I don't need a... a they, those aren't flavors. They're colors. Yeah. Same thing with Gatorade. Yeah, no. No one ever says, like, give me give me a lemon. They're like, no, give me blue. Yeah, give me blue or unless it's Glacier Freeze. Oh, that was funny. <laughs> I like the rear-ending question. I was like, that's that's a good one. All right, so let's get into... We're going to play Taylor Trivia. Okay. Now, this is going to be Josh and I competing in Taylor Trivia. Um, you have to confirm the answers, and uh, I will confirm your answer for you. All right, so we'll start out. What does that mean? You know. Um, Stop it, doing that. Um, how old is Taylor now, Josh? Uh, Taylor is now 30. 29. Okay. 29. Uh, Real nice. What is Taylor's favorite movie? Twister. Twister. Lord of the Rings. Okay, fair. I figured... Twister I, I, is a close second, right. so that that's that's fair. Okay, what is Taylor's favorite album? Um, you know this. No, I don't. No, you I, do. I, I gave okay. it to you. I, I'm going to say Valencia is We All Have a Reason. We All Need a Reason to Believe. Uh, now that he said it, I want to say it, but I was my initial thought sure. was going to be uh, Homesick. That's pretty. That was. That's pretty fucking close. So I, I would give Josh a pass there. Okay. I, I. That was my favorite album when it came out, and it still is my favorite. A, a day to remember record until Common Courtesy. Okay. But which one is the right answer? We don't need a reason to believe. Okay. So it's one tattooed on my back. Okay. So I have uh, two points. Josh has uh, one. No, you don't have any actually. No, he has one. Okay, I, I give, give him one, I give him okay. one for homesick for sure. All right. What is the most hot dogs Taylor has eaten in one day? 
Well, th- this is unfair because you were with him. Okay, that but but, facts. but the number is, is subjective. So right. Um, I'll, really, I'll, I'll, I'll let you go first. Okay, so you guys went to Paul's place. You went to Rut's hut. You went to Hot Grill. I'm gonna guess he had at least two at each place. So that would put the number at six. But you definitely went to a couple of other places aside from those three. So I'm gonna go with nine. Uh, I believe the answer is twelve. The correct answer is 12. Okay. okay. And it wasn't the hot dog day. Yeah. It was close. <laughs> the hot dog day was 10, and then I got really sick. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the most hot dogs I ever ate, I got very drunk at a minor league baseball game. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. When, I was, a- when I was living in Port St. Lucie. And I went, and that was the day uh, Tim Tebow hit a walk-off home run. And I had 12 hot dogs, because it was dollar beer, dollar hot dog night. So I went up with a $20 bill. I said, give me 10 beers, 10 hot dogs. Yeah. And then, boom, there we go. And then I just had two more after that. All right, so three to one. All right, next question. When is the last time Taylor was happy? <laughs> uh, a birth. <laughs> no, yesterday. Yesterday you were happy? Yeah. That's right. a mean question. I don't want to answer okay, it. Okay, fine. Um, you know, Josh, I take back every mean thing I've ever said about do, it. Does Taylor want an Annie Ann's right now? Yes. yes. Dude. <laughs> yes. All right, so we both get points. Four to two. The answer's always yes. Um, what tattoo does Taylor like most? Um, That one. The bird. Okay, I'm going to say it's the one for Chief. Yeah, my grandfather. Oh, okay. I, yeah, okay, okay. Five yeah. to two. What tat- that's, that's a close second. Though. All right. What what tattoo does Taylor regret most? <laughs> the fucking Foo Fighters. <laughs> no, the your tattoo that I haven't gotten yet. <laughs> no, it's what it is the Foo Fighters one. Thousand right, right now. Yeah, Foo yeah. So it's. Uh, I'm not six, mad six, that three. I have it. I'm mad. Why is it on my ankle? Okay. How much money has Taylor spent on mutt in his life? Oh, dude, come on. That's hard. <laughs> uh, just, uh, it's like Price is Right. You can't overbid. All right, so you've been playing mutt for probably five years More now, than right? that because he got Mies to start playing it five years ago. Right. So and, I've, and, like, I, and I was playing. I've been playing it for a solid seven years. All right, so you've been playing mutt for a solid seven years. I'm going to guess, so, dude, uh, seven years. Let's Josh, say, the number hurts. Uh, yeah, I'm gonna, bro. You've you've dropped at least a thousand dollars on. Okay, mud. I'm gonna go ahead and say at least three thousand because I think you spend at least five hundred on packs every season. Higher five thousand, ten thousand, Bob. Seven thousand. <laughs> Seven thousand. So I didn't overbid. I had the closest one. I get the point there. No, Price is right rules. I didn't overbid. All right. It's like if you bid a dollar and he, everyone else built. He comes up with the game, then makes the rules. No, and then he I said he makes, makes the rules as I'm we go. I'm sorry. Or fine. Yeah. I won't take a point on that and one. Bends the rules as we go. But yes. Okay. Thanks for letting everybody know I spent seven grand on mutt. All right. If you look... in like seven years. All right. Hold it... on. Hold on. Hold on. What? What are you doing? Pulling up music. Uh. Okay. Okay. Where was um, this the whole time? If you look in Taylor's phone right now, when is the last time he got a match on Tinder? I'm gonna I'm this, gonna go this first. This one's mean too. No, no, it's Why not. Why do I have to be mean? I'm gonna say six days ago. Uh, I, I haven't opened Tinder in six months. <laughs> okay, but if we're going based on six months ago, looking at it, if that, if you if today was six months ago, I'm gonna say six days. I'll, 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 I'll go with a week, a solid week. I don't know. It's it's uninstalled on my phone. <laughs> okay, so. Uh, I'll just give you both a point. Okay, that. fine. About that? What animal would Taylor say he is the most like? I'm going to say a gorilla. 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 <laughs> I'll, uh, uh, I don't know, dude. I'll go, just, I'll go gorilla, too. Bear. Bear? Okay, that was my second guess. Um, next question would be, what animal is Taylor actually the most like? This is an easy one. Is it? I think it is. 
I think, of course you do. You fuck, because it's you know I diabolical what your answer is. I don't know. I'll stick with gorilla on this one. I'm too. gonna say uh, panda, <laughs> tow tow. <laughs> so why did, you made the questions, didn't you? Yeah, of course now, he uh, did. The, the landlord gave some assistance. Of course. Um, does nothing about this is nice. <laughs> Collusion. Yes, is. Wait, does Taylor resent being the son? <laughs> I resent Taylor trivia because Taylor trivia, <laughs> Taylor Taylor trivia is starting to sound a lot like Kaluji comes alive. <laughs> no, it's not. I don't. I don't, I don't stand by this. No, I stand no, with Taylor. It's today. a yes or no question. Does Taylor resent being the son? No, Taylor resents this. All of this that's happening. <laughs> I no, also say wrong. he doesn't resent being the son. Just next question. Okay, the last question is: How many times has Josh watched Endgame? <laughs> I'm going to say 23. Oh, he's got to be in the 30s by now. I don't know. I, I'm not counting anymore. <laughs> it's got to be over 30. Oh, that was fun. But either way, Josh, I appreciate you standing up for me because that now none of that was none of that was nice. Um, Except for the tattoo one. The tattoo one was fun. Also, I, before you go any farther, my buddy just texted me. Uh, a buddy of ours who actually lives in Justin's neighborhood just goes, uh, "Do you have power?" I go, "Yeah, dude, we're good." He goes, "Lost it, uh, lost it at four, And the mayor calls and says the entire town is out. We may be in for the long haul. Fuck that! Yeah. <laughs> God damn it! <laughs> fucking bullshit! All fucking week with no power. <laughs> fucking DLC sucks. <laughs> That stinks. Uh, My parents are on vacation too. <laughs> I get to enjoy the house and not fucking there. And there's no fucking power. How are you gonna charge your phone tonight? I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> charge in your car, dude. Yeah, you can charge in your I'll car. I'll do it in the car. Sleep in your car tonight. That sucks. Um, the other thing I was gonna say about the NFL. That's that's. I'm so mad. The long haul from the mayor. <laughs> what does the long haul mean to you? Not sure. <laughs> I'm not sure. Oh, dude. Guess what? You're, you know what you're not going to do tonight? Watch a foreign film. No, I'm not. Maybe I'll watch it on my fucking phone in the car. I'll jerk off. Oh, go in your car to watch porn? Yeah. Yeah. Gets arrested for a decent exposure. This stinks. This year sucks. It's no, like it's been great. Landsberg, I'm going to make it about me. This year stinks. No fucking power. In my oh, house. Justin, here, Josh needs you for a second to get a picture. Oh, yeah. Try yeah, to get yeah. the screen Why aligned are you behind you. At? Like he was trying to show you a video. Um, so the other thing I was going to say. Like, like this, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, just, but you could put your like mic this. down for a second. Yeah, dude, like this. Justin, you could put your mic down for a second. No, I'm going to hold it. Okay. You're going to hold it. Yeah, that's fine. As long as the green screen's behind or whatever. Dude, um, the other thing I was going to say with the NFL that's annoying me. 